Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. I am your one and only solo host for this and every episode. This is what I call the fastest podcast on earth. As I do it in a vehicle, usually it's my car driving to or from work about four to five days a week. I commute about 45 some odd miles, which takes me the equivalent of 45 to 50 minutes. And every so often I'll sneak in a podcast and I'll say allegedly while I'm at work, while I'm allegedly in my truck that my company provides for me as I drive to various points in the Northeast. More than often than not, I'll be driving in New York State. Well, anyway, hello, dum-dums. Welcome to the show. For those of you who have not listened to my previous 16 episodes, try not to be too offended by the term dum-dums. Uh, I don't even think I'm spelling it. I haven't written it yet. I don't think I'm even spelling it D-U-M-B-S, D-U-M-B-S. Maybe I'm just saying D-U-M, dum-dums, which is not really a word as far as I know. I haven't looked it up, but uh, I can see how somebody listening to this listening to this for the first time might say, hey, that's not nice. He's calling me a dum-dum. Well, I don't know you. Uh, and uh, you don't know me, for probably. So, as far as I know, I don't know you. If I know you, and I'm saying it, uh, to take it personally, uh, it would be kind of silly. So, it's just a little term of endearment. Really? Endearment? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to come up with something. And that's what I came up with. Uh... And I, I've thought about other phrases. And actually, I think I had something the other day, and I didn't like that either. You know, dummies. Hey, dummies. Why not? I could do that too. What's up, dummies? Because then you are a dumb E. You know, like an employee. How about that? Hey, dummies. So I'm not referring to you as dumb and you're a dummy. You're a dummy. How about that? Does that work? I think I'll keep both. Call you dumbonauts, like astronauts. You're my dumbonauts. You're willing to venture into dumb space. I also thought about referring to this as a dumb cast. Why not? Why shouldn't I brand? dumb nobody else has I think if I did that that would be pretty smart but then again nobody's listening anyway which is interesting that I keep on doing this show show number 17 and when I was putting together whatever it is I put together to do this show I've heard time and time and again that episode 7 is the pod fade that's where shows go south where people bail for all different reasons and uh, here it is I am 10 episodes past that now episode 17 if I actually survive long enough to finish this podcast and then publish it and the secret so far secret well I'm going to let it out <laughs> if it's a secret but it's not a secret I'm not using that word properly I'm using a, a tip no I'm not offering you advice eh, maybe it is it doesn't really matter what word I'm going to use the solution well that is a good word the process well I guess I can go on and on about words. And if it's your first time listening to the show, 
I have a little fascination with words. Fascination? <laughs> I'm not going to do that the whole time. But yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, not being the most literate person in the world, uh, I've used words that I don't know how to spell, and I'm not even sure what they mean, but I think I'm using it properly in context. So for those of you who have heard the previous 16 episodes, you already know all that. So sometimes I have to take a break from whatever it is I'm going to do and say and explain a little bit to give people a little bit of an intro. So there you go. There's your little bit of an intro if, if this is your first time. For those of you who have been here before, um, well, welcome back and I appreciate your patience. So what was I saying? Yeah, I was explaining uh, how did I make it to episode 17 basically there you go back on the trail uh, I keep it simple that's the secret so far oh, there it goes again I said secret that's my process that's my solution that's my tip I'm keeping it simple all the way from the uh blocker that I have, or pop blocker, or whatever you want to call it, where I'm using a sock to, draped over the bottom of my phone. Draped? Whatever. Uh, it's it's material that stops me uh, from really popping my peas too bad. Pop my peas. Pop my peas. Pop, pop, pop. Puh. Shouldn't sound so bad. I have a lot of material blocking the microphone. Um, and I am allegedly in a tractor trailer traveling at approximately 65 miles an hour or for you Canadians since I'm so allegedly far up north uh, right now uh, I think I'm doing about 110 kilometers kilometers? I don't even know KMH oh yeah, kilometers per hour kilometers per hour okay, so there you go I've never referred to my speed in kilometers, and I never realized that I'm usually traveling at about 110 kilometers an hour. Why that metric's really interesting, huh? And tonight I went to, allegedly, to Malone, New York, from basically Albany, New York. Uh, It's now 3.24 in the morning, and I'm on the return trip from Malone. And if you don't know where Malone is, Malone, New York. That's when I just thought about Malone. I'm just thinking, except for the letter M, the rest of the word is alone. It is pretty lonely up there. And I like that. Malone, New York, I think is on Route 11. Was that where I was? I think I was on Route 11. I should know this by now. You know, one of the things about driving, being a professional driver, is depending on what route you do, and if you do a certain route over and over again, you don't really know, you start to not really know. Well, at least for me, let me speak for myself, not for the rest of the world. You, you stop paying attention to the numbers, and everything just becomes, uh, you do everything by rote. You know, you just know, make a left at this rock, make a right at that building. As long as they don't move the rock, and they, as long as they don't destroy the building or paint it, <laughs> you can pretty much get anywhere you want. Uh, we have a anyway so uh, uh, no, I'll do the anyway uh, years ago when I was in training to be a bus driver for a company called Adirondack Trailways uh, as we're driving around learning the routes because there were a lot of routes for trailways so it's a whole New York State thing you know they go they went they went all over um, a lot of the routes were um, make, a, make a right turn at the Stewart's. Make a left turn at the Stewart's. Stop at the Stewart's. You know, Stewart's is a uh, 7-Eleven type convenience store. Wawa, Quick Check, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what, what they have all over the rest of the United States. But everything was built around the Stewart's. So that supports what I'm trying to say. Uh, that eventually... As a professional driver, you just, at least I just go. I don't really know exactly where I'm at. And then 
it makes it hard later on when somebody who's new to the company asks you for directions and then you're gonna go oh you know what I don't really know how to get there I know how to do it behind the wheel I don't know how to tell you how to do it so I think most drivers would agree with that most professional drivers who've driven routes over a long period of time so anyway yeah Malone is alone with an M and I think it's Route 11 and you're right on the border of New York State the northern almost almost the northernmost border uh, I can see Canada from where I was today I can see the lights uh, of Canada I can see their border uh, it's just kind of cool it's kind of like oh look at that over there that's another country that's kind of cool is it really yeah I don't know I mean uh, as as a professional driver long time truck driver bus driver limo driver cab driver regular car driver soon to be motorcycle driver actually motorcycle rider I think they call it uh I appreciate vistas. I appreciate the views. Uh, I don't know. I, I think it's cool to see another country. I mean, it's it's land. It, it's it's really no big deal. I, if you know, if we're going to look at this pragmatically, it's not that big of a deal. But I like it. I like knowing that that's Canada. It gives me a little joy. What little joy in my life? I get joy out of that. Uh, it's a full moon tonight. I'm doing this on May... Ay, ay, ay. What day is it? Uh, May? I think it's May 19th. Yeah, I think it's Tuesday, May 19th. No, not Tuesday. Thursday. There you go. I think it's Thursday, May 19th. Uh, so it's a full moon, and there's a lot of clouds in the sky, so when this... You know, the clouds move through the sky and the moon tries to it lights it lights up different shapes and uh, what, is, what is that Rorschach what is that ink blot thing that we do it kind of looks like that there's a lot of different uh, I like the way the clouds pass by the moonlight how about that that's as simple as that and I think I see Mars or I know there's a planet that's pretty prevalent up there I saw one of those asteroid Astrological astrological shows the other day. I forgot what I was watching. And I think that big bright thing in the sky there is like Mars or... It's like the closest it's going to be. Or something like that. Every time I watch one of those shows, I always feel like I'm seeing the same exact show over and over again. I think we're coming up on a blue moon too. I don't know. There's so many things that they said. And by the time you've heard this, in the year 2030... This will all be for naught, so I won't discuss it anymore. But I like looking at the sky. The night sky is beautiful. The trip to Malone is about three and a half hours, I think, from Albany. Does that make sense? Let me see. I left at eight. No, it's about four hours. Did I leave at eight? I might have left a little bit after eight. It's somewhere between three and a half and four hours. That's continuous. That's that was without stopping. And a lot of it, most of it, was Northway. The Northway is I eighty seven. Uh, I-87 is the New York Thruway, and down south it starts in, I think, New Rochelle on one end. Uh, at, at one point, at another point, it starts in Yonkers, I'm pretty sure. And then uh, it kind of converges. There's two different parts, I think, where I-87 starts. Unless... New Rochelle is the beginning of I-95. Yeah, what am I talking about? That was incorrect, folks. I just totally blew it. The New York State Thruway starts in Yonkers. It does not start in New Rochelle. The New England Thruway starts in New Rochelle. New Rochelle, for those of you who are old enough for to forget. <laughs> if you're old enough to forget, I think New Rochelle is where the Dick Van Dyke show was supposedly based out of. New Rochelle, that's where... The Van Dykes lived. Oh, actually, Rob, Rob and Laura Petrie, Rob and Laura Petrie, lived in New Rochelle, and then he would commute, I guess, into the city, and he would write for Carl Reiner's character. Um, 
So anyway, uh, so the New York State Thruway starts in Yonkers and it works its way up all the way. Uh, it goes all the way to Buffalo. But in Albany at exit 24. Really, Dave? Truck driver talk? Map talk? Yeah, whatever. Who cares? How do you think I made it to episode 17? You got you to filibuster a little bit. Filibuster? No. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, I'm actually, if, if it is filibuster, it's with an F. I got to fill. I got to, you know, I got to fill time. So I'm giving you a little description. If you don't care, you've tuned out already. You're not, nobody's listening anyway. Not yet. Not in 2016, May 19th. Maybe in 2032. Maybe these recordings are, are historic. Who knows? So, uh, at exit 24, this is very confusing for a lot of people. I know when I first started at Trailways, I dreaded the moment I got to exit 24 because it was very confusing. Because at exit 23, you are on I-87, I-87, the letter I, interstate, I-87, headed north. And it's called the New York State Thruway. When you get to exit 24, if you stay on the road, you don't go get off at exit 24, and you don't go to the toll booth, because you know the entire New York Thruway, of course, is, is one big toll booth. Uh, yeah, New York's not going to give you anything for free. They're going to get your money. They're gonna, and they got a lot of money for this throughway. Uh, when you get to exit 24, the road veers to the left, which is also the west. And I'm not exactly at what point. It might be immediate. I don't even know. I've never really thought about it till just now. But I-87 turns into I-90. I-90. Even numbers run east-west. Odd numbers run north-south. Maybe that's why they they changed the number. It's the same road. You haven't gotten off the road. And all of a sudden, I-87 turns into I-90. It's a little confusing. I think it's a lot of confusing for a lot of people. I know it was confusing to me as a, as a young driver starting off at Adirondack Trailways a long time ago. Uh, my son is 19, 1990, yeah, 25 years ago, 26 years ago. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. 26 years ago, I was working at Trailways. I think 27 years ago or 28 years ago is when I started with them. I can't remember. Holy cow. That is a long time ago. Man, oh man. I never got to I never got to stick around long enough to drive the new buses. I was there for the older type buses they that you've seen in movies. <laughs> like the Shawshank Redemption. There's a scene where Morgan Freeman's on a bus. I, I never drove that bus. That's an old... That's really old, but... Anyway, not too far from that bus was the bus I drove. They were called the MCIs. Motor Coach Industries. MCIs. Which I think is still around, but uh, their buses are much different. Much bigger. Much more comfortable. Much smoother riding. All that stuff. Of course, much more modern. Uh, so, yeah. it tur- The road veers to the left and goes west to Buffalo... Uh, then it turns into I-90. But if you go, if you get off at exit 24, if you get off at exit 24, pay the toll, oh, excuse me, pay the toll, of course, and then you continue on north, that's I-87. As soon as you go through the toll and you head north, you're on I-87. But that road is free for some reason. I don't understand why. And they call it the North Way. They call it the Northway. I think it's officially called that. I don't think it's a nickname. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you're going north or south on the Northway. Like right now, I'm headed south. I'm still on the Northway. So I don't think north is a term of direction. It's just, it's up north. The throughway, and then you go on to 
I-87 after exit 24 and they call it the North Way. Get it? Whatever. I don't know who I don't know who coined that phrase. I have, I have no idea where it came from. I guess you can wiki, wiki, wiki it. Wiki. I should have done that already, right? I'm sorry. All right. Well, yeah, this show just became interactive. I give you something to do while you're listening to the show. Type in, you know, Northway, New York, New York State Northway. Nobody calls it the New York State Northway. It's just the Northway, the Northway. Nobody calls it the NW. Nobody calls it Northy or whatever. It's the Northway. So, wow, that's a lot of highway talk, Dave. You just lost nine-tenths of your listeners. You might have had ten. Now you've lost nine. There's one guy hanging on, and he's asleep. <laughs> so, I took a long drive up to Malone, and if you've ever driven on the Northway, uh, it's beautiful during the day. I've driven the Northway in all different environments. I've driven on a beautiful blue sky sunny day and the Northway is spectacular I appreciate all roads I really do and I appreciate all vistas 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 I, I I enjoy driving I do in my personal vehicle and at work I do I am enjoying it right now uh I don't know if I'm going to enjoy motorcycle riding, but I do enjoy driving. Uh, I've been on the Northway. I've been on many roads, but I'm just using the Northway as an example in every possible scenario, except for extremely icy. I'm very grateful to have missed those days, which leads me to my next point. The Northway is also a very dangerous road. It's very the end of the world-ish. You, the further north you go on the Northway, the further from civilization you get. Uh, I-91 in Vermont is like that too. I've been up to a place called Derby, Vermont, which is also on the Canadian border. Uh, it's out there. In fact, I-91 in Vermont, well, Vermont in general is a whole nother, whole nother animal, of course. It's another state. You know, They're different the green state or whatever you want to call it um, when it snows really bad and Vermont has a way of having it snow you know wow that moon is the sky just cleared up and the moon is super powerful up here I wish I could take a picture and show it to you guys but I can't do that it's, it's, it's bad enough I'm doing a podcast uh, when it snows a lot I shouldn't say really bad that's, that's editorializing Weathermen do that forever. It's wrong. It's not bad. It's it's difficult. It's not bad. Snow isn't bad. It's a ridiculous thing to say. Uh, it doesn't do any damage, really, snow. It just s- slows us down. Maybe we should call it slow and not snow. So it slows us down. It's a lot. It's a lot to deal with. Anyway, Vermont, uh, they only plow out of the two lanes in each direction on I-91. They only plow... Uh, uh, I think it's after St. Johnsbury, which I'm not really sure where that is in relation to Derby. I just know it's further south, much further south. Uh, there's a certain point where <laughs> Vermont says, no, don't do both lanes. You know, they, they get on the radio. Jerry, hey, Jerry, don't do both lanes. <laughs> just plow everything in the right lane over to the left lane against the Jersey barrier. <laughs> And uh, that's it. We don't have enough traffic in Vermont in the wintertime to merit that overtime, uh, to merit the effort of getting rid of all the snow off of I-91. So they take everything in the right lane and they move it over to the left lane. They use the left lane as storage for snow. Uh, They have a very limited amount of support uh, of equipment and a limited amount of manpower. So that's how it works in Vermont. In New York State, uh, they get rid of everything. Everything goes over the edge. Eventually, everything everything goes somewhere. Uh, if they can't get rid of it, they put it on a dump truck. Talk about a waste of effort, a waste of manpower, a waste of money. They'll put snow on a dump truck 
and they'll haul that snow somewhere, like a, a super huge parking lot. I don't think they're allowed to dump it in the water, uh, but they, they bring it to some huge place, and I don't know where, some magical place. It's where they make soil and green. And uh, this is uh, snow flavored. This is where they make soil and ice cream cones, <laughs> or ices, or whatever. But anyway, that's. They get rid of snow somewhere. I don't know where they get rid of it. It's some magical, mystical place. Uh, but it's rough up here. It's 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 deadly. Uh, it's the end of the world up here. Uh, I've been up here on beautiful sunny days, with you know even just a little bit of clouds. It doesn't matter. It's spectacular. The Northway is spectacular. All right, Dave. Cue the "I Love New York" song. I love New York. That's what the heart means when you see "I Heart New York." Somebody created that. That it's stuck. It's been it's, I don't know forty years of "I Love New York." Uh, I Heart New York or whatever. I think we were the first ones. Really, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> Look it up. What do I know? I give you a lot of things to do on the show. You don't just sit there and listen. I keep you busy. Do some research for me. Be on my crack research team. So, yeah, I love New York. Uh, there used to be some great I love New York commercials. I don't see them anymore. I think they had the Rock Rockettes from Radio City Musical. I think they were involved in the commercial ones. There was a lot of beautiful singing, a lot of beautiful scenery, some great stuff. I guess maybe it's still on YouTube. Look it up. <laughs> Today's episode, episode 17, look it up. Wiki that. Uh... And I've been up here in rain, and I love driving, uh, and rain has its place in my heart. Really? In your heart? Yeah, I have a fondness for rain. I do. I have a fondness for all things that are sad. Dave, that, that sounds... that's pathetic. Well, yes, it is pathetic to a lot of people, but I embrace sadness. <laughs> I embrace depression and and I like those moments there's sad music people love sad songs uh, you know Paul McCartney's made a, a lot of sad he's written a lot of sad songs I think every song Air Supply has ever Air Supply come on Dave well listen I waited till episode 17 uh, I was hoping I could make it till into the 20s but yeah Air Supply remember Air Supply I'm all out of love I know uh, something without you Oh yeah, yeah. That's I don't know. I, I'm not a fan. I'm just saying. I, I think that's all they did. They made billions of dollars, and I think they toured the world as a band only doing sad songs. Well, they were love songs too, I guess. But aren't all love songs kind of sad? I don't know. Silly love songs. That's Paul McCartney. Uh, something silly love songs. What's wrong with that? All right. I fill the world. I fill. Uh, do I fill the world with silly little songs? I don't remember the lyric. I've only heard that song two million times. You think I would have memorized the lyrics by now? But uh, and I always wondered about air supply. Here it is. You got a guitar in your hand. You got a keyboard player. You got a lead singer. Nobody wants to like rock out. Never. There's air supply. There's. I've never been to an air supply. I've never heard their albums. I've only heard what songs they played on top forty radio. Uh, I don't know anybody that was an Air Supply fan. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who those people were. I'm sure they were. I'm assuming they were desperate, destitute, lonely women who were not in love, or were in love with people that weren't in love back with them. I mean, that's, weren't they the saddest group in the world? I don't know. I've I've only heard what I what I what I've heard on the radio, and it was never. They never like went Doobie Brother on you. They never went crazy, it seems like. they. I don't know how you can hold a guitar in your hand and just only do sad songs. I mean, Jim Croce did, but, you know, he did other songs, and so did uh, Frank Zappa and a lot of guys. Uh, uh, the, the Chapins? I don't know. Did Harry Chapin only do sad songs, too? All right, whatever. So let's get back to New York. Uh, yeah, I do embrace sadness and depression and loneliness and uh, driving to Malone tonight was a little was a lot of that it's dark you can't see anything like now I got the high beams on and I can only drive with high beams for so long because high beams will highlight more 
<laughs> they will. I be. Uh, by the way, I apologize for laughing before I say things. I hate when other people. I got a friend that does that all the time. They'll go. You know. <laughs> it's just laughing. You know. He says, "You know." He goes, "I got to tell you, right? I got to tell you." <laughs> he just starts laughing. I go, "I don't know why are you laughing?" Because in his head, he's thinking what he's going to tell me. And it's funny to him. So I have to stand there and watch him be amused by what he's about to say, what he's thinking. He's amused by what he's thinking and what he's about to say. And I got to wait through that to, you know, to finally hear what he's going to tell me. So I find myself doing that, but I'm try to, I'll try not to do that, I promise. It's rude. Is it rude? I don't know. It's just uncomfortable when you're the one listening. Uh, it's uncomfortable for me. Is it uncomfortable for you? I don't know. Why don't you write me at Dumbing It Down with Dave? Dumbing It Down with Dave. Good job, Dave. You finally got the email address in there. Yeah, I did. Dumbing It Down with Dave at Yahoo.com. Everything about this show is Dumbing It Down with Dave or Dumb with Dave. So, God forbid, I should drop dead and not complete this broadcast or whatever. Really, Dave? That's pretty extreme. Yeah, I know. I, you know this show is all about whatever. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening. So, dumbing it down with Dave. Done with Dave. Anything you want. Twitter, Instagram. I'm not on Instagram yet, but where, wherever. Just dumb with Dave. Dumbing it down with Dave. I've done a lot of research. There's not a lot of shows that are dumbing it down with. There's a lot of dumb, but not dumbing it down with. So, dumbing it down with Dave. Uh, yeah, tonight was pretty desolate. Tonight was... Uh, Tonight was a, a, a pleasurable drive, but only because I embraced loneliness. Uh, the Northway gets lonelier and lonelier as you head north, and then when you get off at Plattsburgh, and then you start heading west to Malone, it's, it gets pretty bleak, pretty bleak, uh, and it was dark tonight. So, in a way, it's not as bleak as it would be on a rainy day, uh, on a rainy daylight day. Uh, I didn't say sunlight. I said daylight. Uh, daytime. Rainy daytime. Uh, rainy daytime in the like late fall, early winter. Oh, when everything is dead. Every, everything is dead. All the summer people are gone from up north. There's, not a, there's nobody there skiing yet. It's just... And there's hunting going on. So guys are walking around with weapons. Can I say guns? Rifles. You know. And they're dressed in camouflage. Uh, it's just death everywhere. Plattsburgh uh, itself is fairly depressing. I'm sorry, Plattsburgh. I'm sure it's a beautiful place to live, die. There's a school up there, SUNY Plattsburgh. Uh... I know people who've gone to SUNY Plattsburgh, and they, I think they enjoyed it. I think they graduated from SUNY Plattsburgh, and they're successful now, so there's a positive in, in all that. Why you would put a college in the middle of Plattsburgh, I don't know. I don't know how that happens. Well, I guess they got to put colleges wherever they put them. Uh, but anyway, it's potentially bleak and depressing, but, you know... I, I embrace that. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy driving in the rain, by the way. Not really torrential storming, I can't see, my wipers can't keep up rain, but just enough rain to want to listen to some Neil Diamond song sung blue. <laughs> song song blue. You get it. <laughs> it's pretty depressing. But I embrace that. I really do enjoy that. Uh, I remember sitting in the back of my father's either Dodge Polara I think I discussed this once on a previous episode. It's either a Polara or a Polaris. Neither one sounds about right. I can't believe I can't remember that car. Black and white car. Beautiful car. I really thought it was a beautiful car. The Dodge Polara. I think it's a Polara. Polaris is a snowmobile. Dodge Polara. Black vinyl roof. White. Nice lines. Long car. Nice rear grill. Not, it wasn't a grill. Rear taillights. Really cool rear taillights. And they had signal lights on the fenders 
while my father was driving, he'd signal left or right. You can actually see the the green blinky light on on top on the top of the fender. A little blinky light. I can't explain it. Anyway, wow, that moon's getting really orangey too. It's really nice. So I've been up here on beautiful sunny days. Beautiful. And, you know, the further north I go, and I know this can't be possibly true, but the further north I go, the closer to the sky I feel. Like, I've been out of the truck and walking around back in the days when I worked for trailways and I did charters. Charters? What, is, what are those, Dave? You know, not a line run. In other words, not a New York to Albany run. It was just people would rent the bus. I did Fresh Air Fun Kids. That's what I did. I drove Fresh Air, fresh air Fund. Fresh Air Fund kids from uh, Manhattan, uh, more specifically the George Washington Bridge, to um, upstate New York. And then we, you know, we were too far away to come back, so we get a hotel and stay overnight. And uh, I forget what other charters I might have done. Camp charters. It all depends how long the day goes, but if you don't have enough hours to come back, they tell you to stay in a hotel overnight. So anyway... Uh, I, f- I always feel like I'm close when I see clouds I always feel like I'm closer to the clouds up here in Malone or Plattsburgh or Potsdam I think Potsdam is another place I've been to Watertown uh, I don't know if it's true I don't think that's true it's it right that's crazy that's crazy talk I'm not closer but it feels like you're closer the clouds seem more robust is that possible I don't know the sky is beautiful though it's nice. It's a nice feeling to see the planet surrounded by sky. That's good. That's a good sign. <laughs> when you look up and you don't see the sky, you know you got problems. So when you see that blue sky, it's nice. Uh, I've been up here in the rain. I've been up here in snow. I've been up here in freezing temperatures too. Like, you know, minus 20 and all that. I've been up here in snow. I've seen walls of snow. Walls of snow. Where on a back road, not a back back road, but uh, there's a road I just took tonight called the uh, Military Turnpike or Military Highway. I don't know why they call it that. There must be a reason. It's like everything that's called Martin Luther King Boulevard. You know, what does it mean? There's nothing. that Somewhere there has to be, in every state, in every city, there must be a Martin Luther King Road must be. You'll never see Richard Nixon Lane. <laughs> Nixon Lane? Really? Yeah. Uh, every, <laughs> those roads are covered up. Uh, yeah, Kennedy, right? Doesn't Kennedy get a lot of uh, streets and avenues named after him? Uh, Martin Luther King gets bridges. A lot of, a lot of Martin Luther King stuff. Uh, Lincoln? I don't know. Do you get a lot of Lincoln? Washington, right? Washington's everywhere. So anyway, uh, I'm on that military turnpike or military highway, whatever they call it. And uh, I've been down that road with the bus uh, in in the wintertime when we've had heavy snow. And the wall of snow on either side of the road uh, becomes very high. You know, like five feet high, eight feet high. I've seen it in Oswego, too. Oswego, New York is western New York. Oswego? Oswego? That is the frozen tundra, my folk, my friends. The frozen tundra. I mean, to me, as a New Yorker, I'm sure out in the Midwest and Fargo, right? Fargo is supposed to be pretty desolate and crazy. I'm sure uh, north, north Nebraska? Is there a south Nebraska? Is there a Nebraska and south Nebraska? Oh, my God. What did I just say? So, Dakota. Nebraska. No, there's only one Nebraska. North Dakota, South Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota must be pretty brutal in the winter. I've never been there. Most of us have never been there. Most of us... One of my favorite phrases during the show is 99%. I like to say 99%. 99 99.9%. I'm going to venture to guess that 99.9% of the world's population has never been to North Dakota. But at the same time, 99.9% of the world has never been anywhere. Name a place. Name any place. Even New York City. 
I bet you 99.9% of the world's population has yet to be to New York City. And that's a pretty popular place to go. I don't know how you would calculate that. But somewhere there's a mathematician that knows... The guy from Numbers. What's his name? We should hire him to do everything. So, don't feel bad if you haven't been somewhere. Because you're in a a large party. 99.9% of the world has never been to Lake George. Or wherever. Or Malone. I don't know where... Anything more than 99.9% of the world hasn't been. Is there a place that 100% of us have never been? Well, I'm sure most of us have never been to Antarctica, right? We've never seen those penguins. I don't know how many people have been there. That might be the least visited populated area. That sounds about right. I have no idea. Okay, so anyway, uh, I've never up, never been up here in the ice. I've been up here in rain and snow and sun. Uh, I've been up here with windy, windy, windy days, freezing temperatures. Uh, it has its moments. Uh, there's huge rock formations. Uh, rock formations? What's that, Dave? You know, the, the road is... We, they carved through uh, hills and mountains and, you know... There's no tunnels up here. I know. That, I think there's a road in Pennsylvania that they, they had to dig a hole through a mountain. That had, there's a tunnel. I don't remember the name of it. I forget where it is. I don't remember. But it's cool. You just drive through the mountain. They, they had to dig a tunnel. It was, for whatever reason, they couldn't... They, that's the way they did it. They couldn't uh, go up over it. and they, didn't, uh, they couldn't cut the mountain down. They, they just said, well, it's, I guess we're going to have to dig a tunnel. So they made a tunnel. It's very cool. Is it cool? It's cool to me. I'm still a little boy in a big man's suit. Big man's body. And I like these little things. And I still like driving because it means I'm getting away. It means I'm going somewhere or I'm leaving somewhere. Either way, I like driving. I, 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 I fully embrace the psychological uh, relations to my feelings and thoughts as a child and driving to me uh, represents leaving or going and possibly coming uh, whatever mostly leaving going yeah I like going I like the change of scenery even though it's a lot of the same thing and La Derecha on the right is trees and La Esquierda the left is trees I used to do uh, tours for, you know, charters for Adirondack Trailways. And we would do um, a Spanish group. You know, I I guess from Spain? I don't know. Uh, Places where they don't speak English? Mostly uh, a form of Spanish. Spanish, I was going to say Latino. Spanish, you know, uh, Latin America, whatever. And they would come to the United States... And it was a 10-day charter, starting from the Port Authority in New York. Was it the Port Authority? It doesn't matter. But we would go from New York City to Philadelphia. That's not correct at all. I'm making that up. We went from New York to... How did I end up in Corning? Alright, it doesn't matter. Let's say New York... To Philadelphia. There we go. New York to Philadelphia. To Washington, D.C. And then up to... Toronto. Toronto to Montreal. Montreal down through Maine. Maine down to Boston. Boston back to New York. That was like a seven-day trip. Seven-day charter. 10-day charter, something like that, on the road. And I would listen to a a tour guide who would sit in the front of the bus. He'd grab the microphone, and I would hear this all day. And whatever. I don't know what he was saying. This guy, Carlos, if I remember correctly. 
Carlos, who I still to this day accuse him of hoarding my tip money. Like, everybody thought it was a good idea to give Carlos the tips, and Carlos, thinking that Carlos was going to somehow share with the bus driver. And one day, one of the passengers who was married to a Spanish woman, just some guy, some white male, Charlie, let's just say his name was Bob, Bob Smith, Charlie Smith, it doesn't matter. He uh, comes up to me with an envelope and he says, hey, listen, (laughs) this is for you, only for you. I don't know if that guy is going to share any tip money with you. This is what he said to me, this guy. He said, I don't know if Carlos is going to share any of his tip money with you. He's, I think he's supposed to. But just in case he doesn't, you know, here's, here's a little something for you. And I didn't even care what was in the envelope. It could have been $10. It could have been $100. I didn't care. I just thought that was very nice. At the same time, a little alarming that there was already some suspicion that Carlos wasn't going to share any money with me. So that was the only direct tip I think I got. And and the I can't tell you how many of those charters I did. It wasn't fifty. I don't know. Maybe I did five of them. Because it was a bid. You didn't have to bid on it. You you know the based on your seniority, you could bid on it. Uh, if you didn't want to do it, you didn't have to bid on it. There was there was nothing to mandate that you had a bid on a charter. But if you wanted to go away for seven to ten days and see. Philadelphia and and uh, my, uh, Washington and Toronto, Montreal and Maine and Boston. Then you know if you wanted that, you could you could you could bid on that. But once you've done the trip once, it's the same trip over and over again, and it's the same uh, uh, incomprehensible, incomprehensible. No, incomprehensible, uncomprehensible. Difficult to understand. <laughs> Easy to say, huh? Uh, it's uh, it's the same trip over and over again. And you got to listen to this guy be a tour guide for seven days, ten days. And the only thing worse than driving a bus of Spanish people with a Spanish tour guide is doing the um, the Asian trips. <laughs> that was really. And then the whole bus would go, ah. All right, listen, I'm pretty confident that there are no Asians. There's nobody listening to this podcast. But in my course of history of entertainment, where I've only performed in my several years of stand-up in front of one Asian woman who was there because uh, 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 a white male comedian brought her I think she was a friend so I'm just going to take a guess that there are no Asians listening to this and never will listen to this podcast I don't know what the Asian podcast relationship is I don't I'm just assuming based on my stand-up comedy experience really Dave you were funny once no never but I that didn't stop me from doing it uh, so I know there's a lot of Asians that can get offended at something like that. But I'm just telling you, as honestly as I can, as a, as a white male American, typical ignorant, you know, potentially racist and offensive person, whatever. <laughs> uh, that, that's what I heard. And the whole bus would go, ah. They all felt the same way. What can I say? That guy must have been amazing. Whatever it is that he was saying, the whole bus, 45 passengers, ah. Ah. Whatever. I don't know what he was saying. I know that I, one one, one day I took them to the uh, World Trade Center before uh, it was taken down. This is a long time ago. It's 20 some odd years ago. And, uh, anyway, people were very impressed 
with the World Trade Center back in the day. Yeah, why not? So, Dave, is there a point to this podcast at all, ever? Every show you ever do, you seem to get lost in thought. Um, I'm just taking the opportunity while I'm up here, allegedly, at work, allegedly, in a truck, allegedly, uh, you know, to share with you my experience as a truck driver, as a human being on this planet. Uh, Most of you will never be, 99% of those of you who are not listening to this, 100% of you who are listening to this, and 99% of you who are not listening to this, will never go to Malone, New York. So I'm just sharing with you a little, and, and use the Northway to get there. I'm just sharing with you a little insight as to what I've been through tonight. I haven't been through anything. I'm used to it. Thank God there was a little convenience store on the way back, a little Sunoco, extra one. I went and got a delicious cup of coffee, and I tried their pizza, which was not worth $2 a slice, but I was willing to pay it. I like, I like, uh, I'm just going to say it. I, I like shitty pizza. I do enjoy a good slice of shitty pizza. <laughs> uh, what can I say? Cheese and sauce, pepperoni and, and crust. How can you how can you miss how do you mess that up? Cheese is great all by itself. Pepperoni is fantastic all by itself, uh, and sausage also. Um, I like a good crusty bread. It's great all by itself. Uh, sauce is not always great by itself. I don't. I would never really stick a spoon and heat up the sauce. Well, tomato soup. What's tomato soup if it's not sauce soup? <laughs> Right? A little bit? Kinda? Maybe? Am I close? Am I hitting a nerve? Probably not. But you know what I mean. Sauce soup. Tomato soup. It's sauce soup. What's the difference between tomato sauce and tomato soup? I think tomato paste. I'm not sure. I'm not a chef. I'm just thinking tomato paste is what makes tomato sauce different from tomato soup. So, you put those four delicious things together. Cheese, bread, Pepperoni and sauce. You got yourself a pizza. You know, don't overcook it. Don't burn the cheese. A uh, couple spices, a little oregano, right? Oregano, whatever, Italian seasoning. Boom. Pizza. Delicious. How do you mess that up? I had a delicious cup of coffee and a bag of uh, popcorn, which I still have on my dashboard, but I'm afraid to eat it while... I'm doing this because I don't want to choke. I've done that before with peanuts, and that's horrible. Uh, all right, this is turning into be a very long uh, podcast. Hold on. Uh-oh, what do I do? Uh-oh. Oh, there I go. How long are we doing this for? 58 minutes. Wow. That's in... Hold on, i got to put my peep blocker back on. That's a long time. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that's... uh, That was interesting for me. I don't know if that was interesting for you. But I appreciate you tuning in again for episode 17. What am I going to call this? To, To Malone with Love. I like that. Yeah. To Malone with love. I do like the city of Malone in the daytime. I like the historic uh, buildings. It's quite desolate at night. And it's even worse in the wintertime. And I enjoy desolation. I embrace loneliness and desolation. I really do. Some of I, I don't off, I, I don't mind driving to New York City. It's crowded and there's a million people all the time, even at night. Uh, but I do like desolation. I do like the loneliness. I like nice cold loneliness too. Uh, over over hot desolation. I haven't done the desert uh, desolation. I haven't done that. But I've never gone hiking in the desert. Tarantulas, I think it is, and uh, what are they called? Spiders? Tarantulas? Yeah, that, I'm not crazy about that. There are no creepy crawlies in upstate New York to be worried about. Bears? Yes. Coyotes? Yes. Is it coyotes or coyotes? 
I think it sounds cooler when I say coyotes. Uh, I'm impressed with myself when I say coyotes. I hope you are too. Uh, yeah, coyotes. I actually had a conversation with a coyote the other day down in Suffern, New York, where there was one howling in the wo- woods. And I howled back at it. Next thing you know, the thing came out of the woods a little bit. I didn't see it, but started barking at me. And I barked back. <laughs> so, was that a smart thing to do? Well, I was in the truck the whole time. I wasn't getting out. I couldn't find him, though. I couldn't see him. But he was close. I could hear the barking like it was my next-door neighbor's dog. <sighs> to Malone with Love. That's nice. That's a nice title. Ladies and gentlemen, you get a chance. Check out my buddy Mike 3D uh, as he hosts the show Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream on the Comedy Pipe Network with Jefferson and Joseph Green. They do a show every Wednesday at 8 p.m. New York Eastern Malone Desolation Standard Time on the internets. Comedy Pipe www.comedypipe.com Am I asking you or telling you? I don't know. Look it up. Wikipedia it. Google it. Pipe Dream. And you can see the show on YouTube. They, they put a camera up. They don't put it up. It's always up. They don't... Nobody touches it. It stays there. And there's a camera. You can watch it on YouTube. Or you can just listen to it. Alright? Pipe Dream. P-I-P-E-D-R-E-A-M. I think that's one word. Pipe Dream. Not to be confused, confused, not to be confused with the flop of a Gladys Knight movie. Gladys Knight? Who's that? She used to perform with a really great band called the Pips. <laughs> anyway, uh, the Pips, whatever. Uh, Pipe Dream, check it out, Wednesdays, 8 o'clock. Good job, Mike, and, uh, You'll find that somewhat entertaining. Maybe you won't. I don't know. You're not listening to this show. Why should you start listening to that show? Listen to this one first. And share it with your friends. Retweet my tweets. Repost my posts. Come on. Show a little love to Dave Canyon. Uh, Dumbing it down with Dave at yahoo.com. That is my email address. I I appreciate each and every email I ever get. Right now, that would be one. 17 episodes into the show. I've received one letter from somebody who knows me already. So, does that count? It's going to have to. Dumbing it down with Dave. D-U-M-B. For those of you... you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to insult 99.9% of you. Which is none of you. But, no, 100% of you are none of you. 99% of you are one of you. Uh, dumbing. D-U-M-B. I'm wondering if a lot of my emails are going to dumbing. D-U-M-M. That's not how you spell dumbing. D-U-M-B. Really, Dave? Yeah, because people don't know. Who writes the word dumb? You don't. Nobody writes it. Somewhere out there, there's a list of words that is the least amount, the least words ever spelled. People don't write all these words. They say it, but they don't write it. Writing is a lost art. Skill. It's a lost skill. Writing. Writing with a... With what? With a utensil? Yes, a pen or a pencil. In some cases, crayons and magic markers. But you can type it. In fact, now you can just speak it. You speak it. And something types it for you. So what about your thumb and your your pointy finger? What do they call that? A pincher? Pincher's grip? That's kind of important for a human being to evolve. No! There'll be no evolving from here on in. No pincher's grip. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that. My wife always would correct me because my I know what my son growing up, we were concerned for his pincher's grip. I don't even know if that's what it is. You know, it's how you hold a pencil. A what? A pencil. We used to use those. The number two pencil. Number two? Why number two? I don't know. Nobody knew. Those were the best ones. How, for how many did they make? I don't know. We knew number two. What happened to number one? I don't know. We never knew. They wouldn't tell us. I would ask. 
Why can't I use a number one pencil? Isn't that what they use in China? Oh, number one pencil. We we were in America. We had number two. Was it three? I don't think so. I think they stopped it too. They figured it out. Number one must have been okay. Number two must have been perfect. Every test, every SAT test, every PSAT test, every LSAT test. Make sure you bring your number two pencils. Bring two of them. That was another thing. There was always two of the number two. And they had to be sharpened. Pre, pre-sharpened. And somehow they figured out the right amount of eraser. Just the right amount of eraser on top to get you through the whole number two pencil. And the lead would go from the bottom to the top really far. As if you're going to really hold that little thing in your hand. Like they really wanted you to use that pencil forever and ever and ever. You figure the lead nowadays, if they still make number two pencils, I feel bad for the people at the number two pencil factory. Are they out of work? Nobody writes anymore. But they probably make the lead only halfway through the pencil. They're probably making twice as many pencils for half as much money. Does that make sense? I don't know what I just said. That was a really bad mathematical attempt at, at economics. That's my first foray, 17 episodes in, into economics. Uh, folks, I promise I'll never do that again. Not without thinking about it. Are they making twice as many pencils for half the amount of money? Yeah, that sounds about right now that I think about it. And the lead probably goes only halfway through because they know at some point they want you to get rid of that pencil. Wasn't it sad? Do you guys remember when you were out of the eraser? When you needed to erase and you had just a little bit left? Just a little bit of eraser. And you had to go to your little pouch for that big gummy eraser thing. Wow. I just regressed totally into second grade. Regressed? I don't know. All these words are very complicated to me. I wish I could just stop using the English language altogether. If I could just communicate my thoughts through pictures. <laughs> All right. Good enough. 60 hours of broadcasting at this point. 17 episodes in. 60 hours? No, much less. But this one was a long episode. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, long form. I like the art of long form podcasting. Short form, five minutes. Long form, a day and a half. You don't have to listen to them all at once, folks. Just hit the pause button. Come back tomorrow. Get back on that treadmill tomorrow. 20 minutes today, 20 minutes tomorrow, 20 minutes today's round. You got a, you got a whole 60-minute pod- podcast. That was a hiccup of some sort. Sort of a burpy hiccup. All right. I, to, what was it? To Malone with Love. There you go. I This is the first time I've pre-named... Pre-named? Yes, pre-named. <laughs> a, uh, with a hyphen? No, just pre. Pre-space named. Is that the way it works? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. I just say these things and hope they stick. It's the first episode I've pre-named before I've published it. I don't see how this would become any other show except To Malone With Love. I could see growing up in Malone. I could see walking down those desolate streets... Going to the candy store. Candy store? What's that? They don't make those anymore? You know, to you it would be a Stewart's or a Wawa or a Quick Check or whatever. Did I say 7-Eleven? Back in the day, they were just locally family-owned mom-and-pop candy stores. They used to be fountains. Fountains? You mean like a water fountain? No, soda fountain. Forget. Listen, we don't have time for all this memory lane. But there was a rack, and there would be comic books in the rack. And the guy would come on Thursdays and deliver the comic books. And we would all go with our dollar. A dollar? What's that? It's a bill. It's a, it's a form of U.S. currency. And we would spend money on comic books. 20 cents a comic book. 20 cents? What did it have? One page? No. It was a full page, 15 pages with advertisements. From the American Seed Corporation. And uh, whatever. Marvel, DC. It was great. It was a happier time back then. Happier? No, not really. I'm just glorifying it. It was just as sad as it is now. 
but it was nice to have some money to go get some comic books. All right, that's really enough. Come on. Uh, yeah. So, why was I talking about candy stores? It doesn't really matter. Candy stores. Candy stores. There are no more candy stores. Uh, convenience stores, they call them now. They're, it's a matter of convenience. Go in there and get yourself a roll of toilet paper and a, a quart of milk, a pack of cigarettes, and a comic book. And the dirty magazines were there too. And they didn't cover them up back then. Back then, you could be a young boy and walk into a, a candy store and see some nudie pics. They'd be right there. Right next to Rolling Stone and Omni. Omni? Yeah, back in the day, Bob Guccione created Omni. Boy, I hope it was called Omni. I think it was. Omni. O-M-N-I. What does that mean? Nobody knows. Nobody knows what it means. It was a great name for a magazine. Bob Guccione, thank you very much. It gave me another reason to go to the magazine rack. Playboy, Penthouse, Hustler. Oh, look, Omni. (laughs) I'll look at Omni. The guy won't yell at me if I look at Omni. It's not a library, kid. It's not a library. You either buy them or put them down. Yeah, but I'm not reading the penthouse. I'm reading the Omni. I don't care. $2.65. Okay. I, I can't afford this. I got 20 cents for a comic book. All right. What? You, <laughs> that's it. Put it in a paper bag. Let me out of here. All right. That's Wow. What happened there at the end? I burst it out into memory lane. To Malone with love. Thank you, folks. Dumbing it down with DavidYahoo.com. Send all your comments and criticisms. Appreciate it. Dumbing it down with a B. Dave Canyon. Once again, another incredible broadcast. Podcast. Welcome to the Dumbcast. I'm going to start saying that. Thank you, dum-dums. You're a bunch of dummies. You should be proud of it. One of these days, I'll have t-shirts that say that. No, I won't. That'll never happen. Uh... That's it. All right. Take care. As I try to remember every podcast, goodbye. No. Good day. Yes. Good night. Yes. Goodbye. Yes. Good luck. Great skills. And Godspeed. There you go. I got to write that down. For some reason, I can't remember it. I'm not exactly Edward R. Morrow. Who? Forget it. Take care. Thank you.